Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. No, that man's bad. We can't use it. Or welcome for the first time. Or welcome for the first time. time if you're a first-time listener, second-time listener, third-time listener, 43rd-time listener. Appreciate you for holding on for 43 episodes. Good for you, buddy. Yes. Welcome back to Heavy Metal Over Six Pack, that show where we uh, we talk the music, we drink the beers, and we... Uh, Play footsies the entire time. That's fucking weird. I thought we weren't going to tell the people about our, our secret under-table actions. Fuck. They can't see. Oy vey. They like it when I use the lotion. Only what's in the basket. <laughs> With that being said, let's get right into the content. Heavy Metal Headlines. Heavy Metal Headlines. Who died I, uh, this week? Who died? No one. Not yet. Okay. Week's, week's not over yet. We're gonna start start a pod podcast, Jinx. <laughs> start talking about somebody and like they'll be dead, <laughs> like within a, within an episode. <laughs> so John <I> Bon Jovi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, he brings Patriots luck. Let's wait till after the yeah, Super right. Bowl. All right. So I I uh, I came across two. Uh, they're they're both technically movie related, but um, for the horror fan, well, they're technically both horror related as well. So whatever. Anyway. Um, so we all know of the House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes. And the Devil's Rejects. Yes. So officially, the Three from Hell is a final. It's finally finished. So hopefully, according to this, is this uh, the story about them in hell? <laughs> I don't know if it's actually in hell. Oh, there is no release date. So. But it is, <laughs> but it is finished. It's a horror movie, so you get either a, a May, to be a beginning of summer, or Halloween. Well, you got to you got to think. Devil's Rejects came out in two thousand four. Supposed to be a two thousand nineteen release, I believe. I would assume because of, yeah, roughly. So that's what 14, 15 years since the last one. It's not surprising. I mean, that's with as many different projects as he's done in between. It's not necessarily. I'm excited for it. I mean, I'm. I was a big fan of those ones, so. That's a small one for you. Uh, second one I have. They're actually really good movies. Mm-hmm. Meh. They're fucking weird. I'm not a. Are you not a horror not guy? A you're not a. Guy. You're not uh, a. Yeah, so that's that's all guy. all gore. Yeah, get no the, not to be confused with Al Gore, but all gore. Well, you know why I do like him. I actually think like his character development is pig actually man. Is actually man bear pig. <laughs> I'm super ethereal. <laughs> But like the, the the actual characters, like in the, the dialogue, they actually tend to be very, like actually really good characters. Like, um, I believe it. I just this is this guy. is blasphemy. What's the clown's name? The uh, the runs the freak show. Captain Spaulding. Thank you. 
I know that's blasphemy. I'm so sorry. Fans, I apologize. I'm horrible with names. I can't even remember the guy who was sitting across the table's name. I was going to call him Captain Binky, but... Close. Um, <laughs> but he's actually, like, hilarious. He's, he's... The actor himself or the character? The character. Fun, fun fact about that one. There's a, there's a scene where he gets out of the bed with his wife and his, like, underwear is covered in, like, shit. He actually smeared peanut butter all over it, but didn't tell anybody. So when they actually, like, took the thing, they were fucking, like, giggling everywhere. It was funny. Uh, my, my, uh, my second one here. So, are we all aware of Ted Bundy? Yes. We all know who the man Ted Bundy is, right? I've heard of him. Yes. Like Al Bundy's song. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Like, the serial killer Ted Bundy? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, there's a movie being made with uh, another well, one for fuck's sake with Zac Efron and Lily Collins. Oh, Collins, but the uh, you'll, you'll be very excited about the uh, police officer in this movie. Yes, the police officer Bob the Rock Hayward in his first <laughs> dramatic role, Mister <laughs> James Hetfield. Oh, fucking fuck! She's seen the uniform man. He fits the part like perfectly. Like it looks like he, he looks like it. an asshole. No, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm all set. I'm good. This is the Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Hall of Fame. All right, without further ado, moving right along, I, I would like to introduce today's main event. And ding, uh, ding. To, to introduce today's main event, I would actually like to discuss the uh, the premises for the for the main event. And what I'd like to discuss about the uh, the premises of uh, today's main event is how effing shitty the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. Yeah! Good excitement. Uh, good good ad-libbing. Uh, Fuck that place in Ohio. Yeah. Damn. Does, um, yeah. It's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in fucking Ohio. Because Number it doesn't one, have anything Ohio. else. They have the Baseball Hall of Fame. No, nah, it's in New York. No, it's not. Baseball Hall of Fame is in Cooperstown, New York. You sure about that? Yes. I've been there. <laughs> Just by the ass. The NFL Hall of Fame is in Ohio. It's in Canton. Which is, uh, I believe, uh, half an hour away from Cleveland, maybe? Ish? Possibly? I, I remember going to Cleveland. That was it. No, I hate Pennsylvania. I hate my life today with like the recording. Is there an echo or is it just me? It's there's a slight echo now. There is it a wasn't slight there. echo. <sighs> it wasn't there when we started. Does anybody follow does uh, either of you guys actually follow the Hall of Fame voting? I just know I'm not the, the voting. I just know when it I goes in because I, I used to watch like okay. the little yeah, live to. action nonsense. You are you aware of the uh, class of 2019? No, I do not know. Okay, let me enlighten. I know Rush was last year. Let me enlighten. Remember. Um, uh, first on the list, The Cure. Okay. Second mm-hmm. on the list, Def Leppard. So that's why I get confused because they've been. Like they just like pick and choose. It's like oh, rush. maybe I should Look actually talk about. So the the only the only requirement to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is you have to be 25 years after your first release. But they're like 53 years. No, I years. thought you needed to have like a certain amount of sales. Ruh. Shit, I just had. I just had the page. Hold on. You need. You also need to be like nominated. By your peers, I'm on, you have I'm to on be the, dead too. I'm on the actual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Clearly, the only thing that they actually listed on the actual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is you have to be 25 years from your first release. So then they probably altered it. Well, that's all they're giving me public. Like I know there's obviously like a board. There's got to be something there's a, behind There's it. a voting panel, 
But that's like the only requirement, 25 years. Hmm. So remember, again, folks, we're talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, okay? 2019 inductee, Janet Jackson. I don't... I mean... Um, I can't argue with Janet Jackson. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> but the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has become a be-all, end-all yeah, that's, music. Okay, that's why I'm making fun of it, because it's fucking stupid. If you want to make it the Music Hall of Fame, make it the Music Hall well, of Fame. The, if it's a Rock and Roll like, Hall of change, Fame, why the fuck are we talking about Janet Jackson? This is this is the part right. that's going to like make right. me like lose my shit. Uh, Stevie Nicks? Meh. For what? Well, Fleetwood. Fleetwood Mac is technically a rock and roll band. Essentially. Uh, I will agree with Jay on that one. Uh, Radiohead? Eh. Kind of. Uh, progressive Rock. I don't even know what this is. Roxy Music? What the fuck is Roxy Music? It's obviously Roxy, music by Roxy. Roxy Music Club? Or Roxy... All it says is Roxy Music. I, I know of them. I'm right, right on the I Rock thought, and Roll Hall of Fame. Club was on the, the band name. And uh, something They've been from, around since the And something from the, from the... What looks like they came from 1964. The Zombies. The Zombies. Yeah. Hmm. Might even be the 60s. But for, but for what? For... I, Hey, look, man, you're preaching to the choir. I don't like the rock and roll. Well, that's why I'm talking about it because I want to, I want to, I want to bitch and complain like, like something fierce. I like, think at one so, point it meant something. I don't. I think it, it doesn't mean shit anymore. So why is that? Like, why, why have it if it doesn't mean anything? Like, what's dri- what's driving the what's driving the pop cockery here? Because money, 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 money. Probably. Money. So here's some here's some worthies. 2003, ACDC was inducted. That's a good one. 2001, 2003. 2001, Aerosmith was inducted. That's an okay one. I can get behind that. That's sure. fine. Uh, let's see. Now, so here's the question. Can you separate yourself from the bands you don't like that were inducted? I can. Because I actually feel like that I can appreciate a bit. Like, prime example, like Ozzy Osbourne. I'm not a huge Ozzy Osbourne fan. Okay. I don't listen to Ozzy Osbourne in my free time. Like, I don't... I don't like. I, I well, the only reason I ask is because you took a shot at Radiohead. With the list you gave me, Radiohead is arguably well, one I, of the ones that should be in. Well, I, I said we respect them. I, I said Radiohead, and I was like, eh. Okay. For what for what it's worth, I wasn't like losing my mind like Janet Jackson. <laughs> or your boob. Janet Jackson's a weird thing because she 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 kind of like a lot of members her of her family kind of like was so, beyond pop. So Beastie Boys, they were actually inducted. Yeah, in, uh, I remember that one. And it was after um, what's his name passed away. Yes. I actually, wanna, whole, I actually wonder if that. The whole I wonder if that line. actually drove that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Then sure. But as absolutely. far, but you know what? As far as actually, you know, um, like Beastie Boys are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Stevie Nicks. That doesn't make any sense to me. That Black Sabbath was inducted in 2006. See, Billy Joel was in inducted in 99. Black Sabbath in 2006. Yeah, figure that shit out. That's ridiculous. But ACDC is ahead of them. Figure but, that shit know. out, too. It's so weird. It's so weird. Um, bon Jovi was inducted in 2018. <laughs> Actually, that does surprise me. I would have expected it sooner. Let me see what else we got. Let me see what else we have for honorable mentions that I could I could get behind. Cheap Trick took took until 2016. <laughs> um, they've only got one of the most prolific guitarists of a particular time. See, uh, David Bowie was 96. Don't even get me started on that one. Deep Purple was uh, 2016. 
which absolutely ridiculous. Def 2016 Le for Deep Purple. Def Leppard, 2019. Um, I'm sorry, I'm kind of mulling over a list while. Earth, Wind, Earth Wind and Fire, 2000. Yeah. The Eagles, yeah. 98. Elton John, 94. Eric Clapton, 2000. See? No. no. It's so weird. It's so random. Like, I feel like no. it's so random. Guys been playing so Fleetwood Mac picked from a hat. They guys have been playing since the 50s. Fleetwood Mac themselves was 98. The Stevie Nicks made it in 19. It's such a ridiculous thing. Guns N' Roses, 2012. Again. Okay. Here's one that I actually do have a gripe about. Why the... The F was Green Day inducted in 2015. Money. Like, what the money. fuck? Money. <laughs> money, 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 money. There's going to be some swearing in this episode, I feel like. Uh, swearing in all of our episodes. Sorry. Yeah, but this going to be like. This I gonna, feel like you don't have to really, you know. I actually don't feel like I swear. That. I don't feel like I swear that much. Like, a little bit. But, like, why the fuck is fucking Green fucking Day? I want to change my choice for our list. <laughs> it's Green Day. Oh. You guys are gonna be mad. I picked Dream Green Theater. Theater. <laughs> hey, when did when did the uh, when did the when did the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, documentary come, right. the documentary come out for or the movie come out for Ike and Tina Turner. Oh God, I don't know. Because he was inducted in 1991 90s. with Tina. 1991, Ike and Tina Turner. 90s. I don't actually know this one. Herb Albert and Jerry Moss? Herb. Who's that? Herb. What do they do? The What's Love With It? Uh, sorry, What's Love Got To Do With The Film? Yes. 93. Angela Bassett. So two years after he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. So let's worship this man and then show him how much of a douchebag, douche nozzle he was. Pretty much. Well, that was, but like by that time, like everyone knew what kind of douchebag he was. So it was kind of actually kind of surprised. That oh, that's what that's a, that's a time that's a time when we could, uh, we could look we could look past it. It was more time. done different well, times, think, man. Different times. I think times. it was done more to celebrate her and him. Okay, that would so, be my guess. So I'm gonna I just like to reiterate the the point. Like it's supposedly a rock and roll hall of fame. I can't get past Janet Jackson. I can't get past like a Aretha Franklin. What? Wasn't she a president? No. For rock and roll, Jay? Like, yes. educate me then. Like, you musicologist types, you smart people are so goddamn intelligent. Educate me how Aretha Franklin Put on a, is on the same stage as Guns N' Roses. Go to Spotify. Go to YouTube. No, 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 no. Just go no, no, to no, a no, random not, Aretha Franklin uh, playlist and start listening. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put on some Aretha Franklin right oh, now. Do it. And you can you can explain to R us R-E-S-P-E-C-T, respect. It's an anthem. Like literally. Rock and roll? Yes! Why is it called Rock and roll? Why blues. is it why is it not just called a music a music hall of fame? I don't know. I wish why, it were. Why is it called rock and roll hall of fame? Actually I wish it were just burned to the ground, but <laughs> I don't think that was an option. Let's let's get all the memorabilia out of it. Yes. There's some, there's some shit in there. So maybe, maybe Jay, maybe you're just the opposite. Maybe you don't like the fact that like there are actually rock and roll bands on this list. <laughs> no, I just, I think, <laughs> if you're gonna call it a rock and roll hall of fame, just do rock and roll. Right. Um, right. So uh, some, somebody, somebody. At that's, some point, that's why I keep going back to Jana Jackson. Why is Jana Jackson? Why? Either that, or they should have, like, I, even, <clears throat> categorized it a little bit. 
You know what I mean? I mean like yeah. you have like like a hip hop hall of fame. Yeah. I mean, you have it for oh, every sport. Why no, don't no, have no. it for every goddamn genre? No, no, no. Kanye West will be on this hall of fame. And oh, of we just had this conversation. Yeah, he will. Like on the twenty fifth year, he proclaimed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you damn like, well know. On the twenty fifth year, he'll pro- he proclaimed he himself a rock and roll artist. Mm-hmm. So like he'll be a rock and roll hall of famer. Like it's so fucking stupid. Now what about like say Cypress Hill? I don't consider Cypress Hill rock and roll. But they do do a lot of rock with their music. But are they rock and roll? There if as, I looked at There's rock and roll as corn. There was I would say there was much rock and roll as Beastie Boys. I'd say they're harder. Would they consider themselves rock and roll? Um, I think at times. Did ABBA consider themselves rock and roll? Oh, because ABBA is on this oh, fucking God, list. No. <laughs> they were inducted <laughs> in 2010. Dance These music. fucking psychos. I, all a popularity contest. It's not about music. It's, yeah, I agree with you on that one. It's not about Unfortunately. Music. It has nothing to do with music. So anyway, with that being said, today's main event. Today's main event, I actually decided the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is horseshit. Horseshit. Horseshit, horseshit, horseshit. Bottle of balls. It's one of those things that's like, you know, you, you like listen to those things and like as a, as a casual music fan, like you, you listen to like who's getting inducted and you go, huh? What? For why? So, for 25 years, evidently. <laughs> so, uh, I've been on, say, so what am I? Like 35 now? So, I don't know. Years and years and years. Any day now, Avril Lavigne can be inducted. <laughs> Any day. And, oh, and here's some more food for thought. Before that, Britney Spears can be. Actually, wasn't this okay? And just just actually go back on like 2019, like the the uh, the inductees. Wasn't Stevie Nicks like? Wasn't there like a big deal because she was like the first woman to go in with a as a solo artist and a fleet like a with it. I don't as think a group? so because I want to say Joan Jett or Lita Ford is both in there for the Runaways and as solo. themselves. Up the Joan Jett and Lita Ford, you suck. No, it's still there. <laughs> I cut out my uh, my my slur. <laughs> Mmm, slurm. Slurm. <laughs> I know where it comes from. Futurama. That big slug's bumhole. All right, so being uh, 2019, what I've decided today is that the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is hopeless and it's useless and it's a bunch of dog shit. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna move on with our lives. And uh, Heavy Metal over a six pack has decided. Does this mean I get to pick like my own band? I don't have to go by like rock and roll standards. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know what. No, because I got one in the chamber, but now, like, I'm like, ooh. Well, it's funny you said this. I'm all on Twitter. I haven't even been able. I, I haven't even introduced what we're trying to do here. I mean, it's probably easy to figure out. We're trying to yeah. have a mouse trap. Heavy metal over a six pack. Heavy metal over a six pack is starting. Music the, Hall of Fame. The M- the HMOA six pack. Heavy metal Hall of Fame. Just call it Hall of Fame. HMOA, okay, heavy metal fame. over a six-pack Hall of Fame. I agree because it's actually something I threw in there that's very HMOA six-pack related. There we go. So now I can pick stuff that might not. Be so, before, what I've actually afforded all of our all of our hosts, including myself, is that everybody gets a grandfather in one band, no questions asked. But then he told us to defend our our pick. Yeah, I want. I actually want like a resume. Like well, we're, we're gonna yeah, actually, if, we're if gonna no actually, questions we're, asked. We're not just gonna, say, I'm gonna no. ask questions. Well, we're a, a talk radio program. What the hell's the <laughs> point of just like saying something out loud and be like, "I pick blah." Well, so yeah, 
In, in my defense, I'm always right. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you never prove that. You're you're very. If I can be critical, you're very bad at like defending yourself. You just say it, and it's like, well, because I said so. Which kind of defeats the purpose of talk radio because the whole point of doing this is that we can actually have intellectual discussion. Well, yeah, and not be crappy, but not be crappy shit faces but it, like but the it, Rock and Roll if, Hall of Fame inductee committee, but, whatever but the if, fuck if, they are, because they all if, suck. But if me going, yeah, but just because I say so irritates you, then that's great radio. No, it's not great radio. <laughs> it gets annoying after like forty-three episodes. Maybe we want some actual like legit, some legit radio. But, no. <laughs> so to start, so like, to, so today we are actually going to induct three Hall of Famers into the Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Hall of Fame. One each. All right. That means Marcus, myself, mm-hmm. Anthony, and Jay are all going to induct one Hall of Fame, and we're going to be setting this up on the uh, on the webpage so you can kind of follow along as to uh, like how these favorite men. So without further ado, let's induct some uh, let's in- induct some bands into the, the Hall of Fame. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do you want me to start? Do it, Marcus. Do you want me to start? I want you to be the guy because you want me to you're the guy. Break you want, me, the to, seal. You want yeah. me to be the guy because I'm the guy. Yeah. That's weird. Do That's it. slightly redundant. Smash that ketchup seal. I'm the guy that what? Now I'm distracted. I'm now, just talking now shit. I need, now I need to know more. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need to I'm know encouraging more. you. Encouragement. You're, you're someone. Encouragement. You're the guy. I just watched that movie, Couples Therapy. Mm. That one's pretty funny. With the, 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 the giant encouragement. Yeah. The Lou Ferrigno guy, right? It's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Who knows? All right. So officially, first Hall of Fame are. inductee in the Heavy Metal Over Hall of Fame. Oh, my God. I'm fucking stupid. Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Hall I've of Fame. I've never heard of that band. Wow. That's I am good. stupid. <sighs> Should I Google them? I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I do this to myself anymore. So I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna get through my part, then I don't have to talk anymore. And like everybody I choose else Salvador. Talk. Yes, there you go. The penguin. The penguin. <laughs> Nobody even knows what you're talking about. I do. I do. All right, Marcus inducts <laughs> into the uh, Heavy Metal Over Six Pack Hall of Fame the band In Flames. Yes, In Flames. Mm-hmm. So. In Flames. Go on. 1994 was uh, was the first release. In Flames was actually started uh, by guitarist Jesper Strombold. Uh, the band was started in 1990. He was currently with a um, with a with a with a death metal band, which used to be in front of me, but it's not anymore. So I'm not going to worry about it. It's a long name for a band. Everybody's going to bust my balls this whole time. I haven't said shit. You just said it. There's not. Gonna erase the sign. Zero days since shit was said. <laughs> I don't think we ever got past zero. <laughs> no. Ceremonial Oath was the band that like he was uh, he was the uh, the guitarist for uh, in 1990 when um, this uh, In Flames was actually a side project. Fun fact: I actually didn't actually know their initial release, Subterranean, was uh, released in 1994. It was actually a three piece, and they used just regular like studio studio guys to like fill in on vocals and like missing instrument kind of a pieces Schrombold did all of the uh the actual uh, guitar work and all mm-hmm. of it so like all of the acoustic all the all the the heavy guitar work but 1994 was the first release subterranean they have had 13 releases the latest being this year 2019 which march 1st 
will be when they officially release I the Mask. Uh, yeah. Uh, In Flames is a band that I got into very early. Like, very early on. Um, I wasn't there for Subterranean Days. That's something I had to look back. But I was there for Jester Race. I was there for Horacle. I was there for Colony. Which, to this day, I mean, I would actually say are their three best albums. Mm-hmm. Um, Horacle, like, has, like, a complexity about it. Like, some, like if you actually listen to, like, some of the tracks on Horacle, like, my, my one of my favorite songs off that is actually, a, like, a lighter tune. It's, um, it's, it's lighter musically, but it's got, like, the heavier vocals. The, the song Gyroscope. It just, the, tr- the way that they actually did the guitar tracks in this, there's like three or four different tracks. It's almost like if one's like playing high, the other one's like kind of going low, and another one's like kind of going like somewhere down the middle. It's almost like a, like a little bit of a journey, like musically. Uh, doesn't have the prettiest singing voice, but he has a, he has a fit singing voice. Um, that vocalist, uh, Anders Frit, uh, I'm gonna, his first name is Anders. I'm going to leave it at that. Friden? 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 I don't, Friden. I don't know how you pronounce the E when there's a little slash over it. They just yell it really loud. <laughs> ah! But Anders actually didn't join the join the band until the second release, which was the Jester's Race, and he's been there ever since. There's been a lot of lineup changes, especially like early on. They they pretty much recycled guitarists and bass players. Like, like most bands. Like, like, um, their drummer... For Jester's Race and Horkle actually became a guitarist in Colony. That's well, that's like Kill Switch, same idea. And then they just hired like another drummer, which I was like, irreplaceable. It's like Jesus, but it's not like it's it's not like they have like basic guitar shit going on here. Yeah, like, no, these guys pretty, are like pretty gnarly. These guys are like they are they're, they're wicked gnarly. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I mean those are, those are the three. I mean those are ultimately the the three albums that it's like really like i love about in flames like i grew up with them in the mid 90s like they're just they're they're aesthetically pleasing like they have like a good melodic but still heavy very melodic and then i mean as being a instrumentalist or musician whatever you want to call it i mean it's just it's amazing like what they actually pull off now later on i mean they did start to lighten up a little bit they kind of started to get like getting into more of like a radio release kind of a thing the more of a more of a mainstream vibe uh most probably notably uh soundtrack to your escape this is when the songs like uh, my sweet shadow and the quiet place started started coming out those were those were uh, actually featured on um they were on a couple of different video game soundtracks mm-hmm. they uh they uh started with they uh i believe they won a grammy for this but this is when they started getting this um soundtrack to your escape came out in 2003 um, they they were getting on to like Ozfests, like like more mainstream stuff. Like sure. they were, they were getting more like introduced to uh, like a more mainstream audience. Come Clarity came out. It's my favorite album. Little little different mix than that. Like they still have like some of like the the good heaviness to it, but they have like a couple like the the popular like, a few collabs. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what's her face? Amy Lee. I what's don't it? know who does the vocals in that. that a female. Like... It's very possible. I'm not sure myself. Fact check me if you like, but take this life—a great song, great, great, great song. Um, but 13 overall releases going back to like 1994. Uh, childhood heroes of mine, and honestly, still going strong. I mean, they—they—they've definitely gotten lighter. I mean, they've definitely changed their sound. Um, 
I'd be interested to know like how how far back they go with like a, with like live performances. I can't imagine very far back, <laughs> considering they have nine of their releases in the 2000 and to to today kind of a thing. But still very relevant, still very like kind of like doing their own thing. And in my opinion, Hall of Fame worthy. They're Swedish, which those bastards I've said it many times. They just come out of the womb with a couple of guitar scales and a few chords already ingrained in their person. Oh, Lisa Miskowski. Miskowski. So not Amy Lee. I'm sorry. Nope. That was that was dumb. She's a Swedish musician and songwriter. I just assumed that like Amy Lee's in like everything, so you figure. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah, no, sure. I'm not wrong. She's a song with corn, so it's fine. Amy Lee is also in my Hall of Fame. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Don't really know what else I can um to, to actually say about it. In Flames is credited for being um, for being musical influences for like a lot of bands and, and surprisingly a lot of uh, current metalcore bands. Um, the article that I was actually reading, they were. Uh, um, let me just give you. There you go. Bands such as uh, Darkest Hour, As I Lay Dying, actually like like speak to their roots being of In Flames. Uh, Still Remains, which is actually a wicked cool band. I like Still Remains. Um, they are um, they're credited for uh, influencing sub subs subsequent melodic death metal bands, including Insomnium, Omnium, Gatherum, and Bloodstained Child. All right. I'm going to pretend I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, officially, the Grammy that they actually won was for uh, the soundtrack of your escape. Um, bunch of awards in Europe. Europe's the place to be playing metal. Pretty so much. Could be. If you ever look at the top charts, it's 90% metal. <laughs> Always a lot higher than the US, that's for sure. Well, <clears throat> Eastern Europe and Northern Europe really likes that metal. Mm -hmm. like, even South America, too. Yeah, agreed. So just kind of reiterate a couple of like personal shout outs again Horacle is probably like one of my favorite albums the the um the album colony is a front to back you can start to add from like track one and go all the way to uh uh episode 666 which is the very last track on that cd uh all great stuff i mean that's that's definitely the oldest stuff i'm more influenced by the older in flames and um can kind of tolerates a strong word but I, I i can enjoy like the newer stuff but like i'm i'll always be like a diehard old stuff like play the old stuff Kind of a kind of a guy, but Freebird. as far as an overall catalog, I mean, I, I feel like they're well deserving, and now they are the first spot in the heavy metal of a six pack Hall of Fame. Beautiful, well done, sir. Thanks. I'm gonna sit over here quietly while I just feel bad for myself because everybody's been making fun of me this whole night. What are you talking about? Just went through your entire presentation without anybody saying anything. I swear to God, I might have flipped the table. <laughs> <laughs> at that point today. <laughs> Alright, so I'll take second tier. My, uh, I, I, so I struggled finding one to be in this. Um, ones we've talked about. I mean, I can I can go with older bands. I can go, you know, bands that influence blah, 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 X, Y, Z. But 
as any people who know me and the music that I listen to, I go for the weird music, the different music, the stuff that no one's heard of, XYZ. So, on the, the lines of weirdness, I have taken the Mighty Avatar as my, my inductee into the Hall of Fame. Um, from the Mighty Sweden. Now, I feel like you could have snuck them in at any time. I know. But this now it's like secure. Mm-hmm. We're all set. Uh, they are from Gothenburg, Sweden. Gothenburg. <laughs> they were formed in 2001. I'll lay out the the Hall of Fame is already heavily Swedish. It's yeah. <laughs> um, started in 2001 uh, with just the drummer John Alfredson. I'm gonna mess all these names up because there's a lot of lines going on in half these. And guitarist uh, Jonas Jarlsby. Jarlsby. Um, Jarl- whatever. Um. Look, I play Skyrim only so much, okay? So, essentially, um, starting 2001, they didn't actually get their really grouped together till their first album, which was released in 2006, Thoughts of No Tomorrow. Um, September 15th, uh, game music label. It peaked at 47 on the Sweden album's top 60. So, not terrible for a first album coming out of nowhere. Uh, 2007 uh, was released. I'm going to... Schlacht, I think, is the actual term. Is is how you would say it. Or, you you know, you're sick or whatever. Anyway, uh, this actually released 27 on the Swedish album chart. Um, So, this is actually... um, There's a song called Letters to Never Never End. Uh, going to Marcus on this one, the uh, Bjorn Galote from uh, Flame, uh, In Flames actually has the guitar solo in this track, which is kind of cool. I think I have a little bit of swap over. Also, this album also has the song called Queen of Blades, which is a StarCraft. It's a song about the actual StarCraft <clears throat> game, which is pretty cool. Now, um... Uh, 2009, they released their self-titled, which uh, number 26, so one up from the 27 of the, the last slow album. Slow crawl. Slow crawl. Uh, but the the kind of the where they really jumped out was uh, 2012 with uh, Black Waltz, uh, which was 25 on um, the album list in the uh, native Sweden. Um, this is when they gained uh, Tim Orstrom, their guitar, their rhythm guitarist. So this is where the band is officially formed um, all together. Um, Before I go into their their new albums, I want to go over the actual... um, So, obviously, when when you have a band, your your front man is the guy you look at. He's the the face, he's the whole nine yards. So, uh, Johannes Erikstrom is... he's, He's a funny bastard. Let me start with that. I mean, his, I've gone through multiple interviews today, and he's a funny bastard. Um, but, I mean, his his energy, his, you know, he's got the face paint and everything. And Marcus has seen him with me as well. I mean, he's he's a ball of bananas. I mean, he runs around, and he's just creepy as hell. He just has a good time. He's um, rightfully a front man, though, because, yes, like, he he, he's, he's a show. Um, going to my, my note about him being funny as shit. Now... Every interview that I've, I've actually seen with him, whenever he makes a joke or a funny thing, he is straight-faced. He does not smile. I mean, he's, he's very... So I have a small clip. So this is um, 
off Pure Gain Audio, off of YouTube, the uh, the the thing the interview he was on is called Metal or Not. So they would ask him this, and he'd ask him. So, and this is a quick thing, but uh, the item that was asked is selfie sticks, if they are metal <laughs> or if they are not. So here we are. Not metal, unless you kill the owner of the self estate by shoving the self estate down their throat. That is his. All right. All right. That's fair, right? Yeah, totally fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, the. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the re- I mean, the rest of the band, I mean, if you've ever seen these guys or listened to the music in general, I mean, they are all stupidly talented. I mean, don't get me wrong, they are Swedish. I mean, the guitar work is just bananas. Um. Uh. Giannis Jarsby is a phenomenal guitar player. I mean, his solo nonsense is just fucking bananas. Uh, the drum work is also all over the place. I mean, I mean, your bass is obviously your bass, and your guitar work—it's just—it's there. Um, moving on. So after the Black Waltz, once that was released, um, that's actually the album that I first got into. Uh, that was with the face paint. That—that that was like the carnival theme, the whole nine yards. Which is cool because it's a little different. They have like it's all the songs are generally about the same idea. They have this weird carnival sound to it. Um, 2014, Hail the Apocalypse, which is probably my favorite album. I would have to say out of all of them, um, it was voted uh, in 2015. The music video for Vultures Fly premiered and earned distinction by being voted number one for five weeks in a row in Loudwire's Battle Royale video countdown as well as their 2015 best rock video. So, um, I have a, another small clip I'd like to play. So, if you watch any of the music videos, they're very artistic. Like, I mean, it's, and that's that's how Johannes feels about when it comes to the music. It's it's an art. It's all a presentation. It's exactly. And, a, and this is, um, an event. this is actually him uh, speaking at the moment. Um, this is off of an interview from Groovy TV, and this is his uh, when they talked about one of the music videos. Your videos, and I can tell you definitely prefer the sort of like the mini movie to just the pure rocking out performance thing, even though that's sort of mixed in there. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know, depending on what we do, performance can be a useful tool in a video, you know, a band performance, but it's like. It's one of those, those things just, you know, you have to remember someone, including ourselves, are going to watch this and hopefully voluntarily for <laughs> some time to come. So you better do something good with it. And also, you know, that we view it as yet another artistic medium, another way to put the music across. I mean, we're, if you're playing in a band, at least in our band, it's not just about being a musician. If it was just about being a musician, I wouldn't have to leave my room, you know, or, but we are, it's more concept art it's for us. So the visual side is very important. And the connection between visuals, words, and music more than anything, of course, is just that, that whole puzzle is very important to us and the videos must make sense. And if you're gonna do a pure performance video, mm-hmm. then you have that thing that, for instance, Rammstein, the, the Ich tu dir weh, Ich tu dir weh, that music video, that's like, you have to compete with that one in that case. You know, you can't just 
Well, you know, uh, there's this basement, you know, it's a bit concrete walls and dirty floor. We can stand in there and maybe have fish islands, you know. And like I will stand really wide with my legs as if I was peeing. Uh, and did and was losing my balance, you know, and, and you know, chicks will dig it. We can, maybe we can have some chicks and, and maybe, you know, if you know, they can be kind of topless maybe. And, you know, people ask, you know, yeah, sex sells, but we won't say that, you know. It's like, no, 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 she's she's oppressed and she's just liberating herself. It's art, it's artistic. <laughs> don't you see the ballerina shoes? <laughs> no, we don't do it like that, you know. There, there's... So, as you can see, they, they, they do a lot with the visuals and they, they use it as a form of art. And again, like I said, he's a funny bastard. Like, I mean, he... Right. They're all like that. Um, which actually goes into the um, the next album, 2016, with Feathers, Feathers and Flesh. Now, we know how concept albums work, and they usually don't, unfortunately, <laughs> in, in all of our yeah. multiple bands uh, who have done know, it. Hey. Um, so this one um, is a concept album. Um... It actually still got good fan reception of the new song. Uh, so the song for the so what they did was they released um, like one song, like you know they do like a single, a single, a right. single. And you know how usually singles in concept albums don't really work unless uh, you you understand. I mean, you know what I mean? Right. Like so actually when they released for the swarm, it was voted number one in Loudwell's Battle Royale for a week. So that that alone just shows. I mean that it stood on its own. Well, and, and the fact that these guys are so fucking weird with their music, like they can make anything and it's good. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? So this entire album, it, it's a concept album and it has to do with like all the characters are animals and there's, there's like a huge feud between an owl and an eagle, like the nighttime and the daytime. And it's very well done. Like there is a story all the way in there, but every song is, is you know, it's, it's Avatar. Like it doesn't, it's not right. strayed from them, you know, and it's, it's, they're all listenable. You know what I mean? Right. Which is, is pretty fantastic. And funny, side note with this. So, when you're in the music business, you have to sign contracts. Because that's that's life. So, they had to sign a contract for this album. They needed to have two bonus tracks. Okay. And they're like, well, we have a concept album. How is, you know? And they didn't realize that when the albums were sent out, every album has the two bonus tracks. So right after their last song, which is nice and pretty, the end of the thing, they have a cover of um, I Have Something in My Pocket for You, which is a South Park song that they actually covered. And there's a cat meowing behind me. You keep my papa! Good reference. <laughs> and which is funny because they're actually big South Park fans, huge South Park fans. Okay. Which is even funnier because they actually use South Park as a reference to America because they, they've never been to America so they actually was like they learned about America through South Park uh, and, he, right and he's like you know what it's pretty on point yeah, it's not wrong um, and then uh, uh, lastly the um, the most <laughs> where the cat keeps meowing and it's throwing me off so bad Mackey kitty bean and dildo <laughs> I knew a special kitty was sleeping with mommy tonight Say Marcus. <laughs> Put on phone. 2018, as I was saying. That's uh, our new kitten, by the way. Oh, inappropriate. Um, Player to be named later. That's fine. Um, so, DVD. Avatar, Avatar Country was released uh, last year, January 12th, which 
is probably the weirdest one yet, I would have to admit, because it's got like, so it has like a king theme. And the cat's still meowing. I see a paw. <laughs> Invasion! <laughs> Foiled! Do we need another pause, gentlemen? I'm sorry. Okay. I know no, this is very, no, dis- well, we're very just, well, That's entertaining. Yes. <laughs> so, um, this album, and actually, last uh, two ep- last episode, when uh, it was just me and Marcus. Uh, you, I was scared last week. Two episodes ago, when it was just me and Marcus. Yeah, who knows what episode we're on. Uh, yeah. we, we brought up, um, they had Metal Injection, had like the top of 2018 of oh, everything. Yeah, yeah. And Avatar, Avatar Country actually hit one of the top fives. Which was nice to see that such a, a band that's as weird as they are and they don't sell out, which I have multiple interviews with Johannes saying don't sell out. Well, they keep their weirdness and they keep being different and they're still actually being recognized. And I, and I think that's why I like that. You say Avatar Country and it makes me feel like it's a theme park. They make it, they make, like, they literally make like an entire like world out of it, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, Water country. Yeah, exactly. Like Avatar country. Avatar no, for, country. for sure. Have some face paint. <laughs> Pretty much. Overall, I mean, I went with these guys for the fact that they're as unique as they are, as different as they are. They they make their own path. You know, they play what they want to play, how they want to play it, how they want to display it, and and it's all it's all fantastic. Um, I mean, Marcus and I have both seen them. I mean, the energy is just bananas. Um, I mean... We haven't seen them on a headlining tour yet, but no. they, could, they could have easily been the headlining band because they were they just blow everybody else out of mm-hmm. the water. The props, the, the I mean, I mean they're, they're, they're spot on, too. I mean, they play flawlessly, like, everything. I mean, they got the outfits and stuff that they wear, like, the whole carnival nonsense and I mean they're they're fantastic um, otherwise I mean there's not much more I can say about them so that's why they are my inductee my my macabre 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 inductee thank you macabre <laughs> no wait does it I guess I could be ready floor is yours kid you want to do that? <laughs> now it's just the anticipation of like, how long can I keep going to scare Marcus into what what I'm actually gonna pick? No fear here, bro. Like those the shirts we used to wear in like 2003. This is no fear. No fear. I used to put a K and a W after the the four and after. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> like no fear. Like you know of it. It's aware. Yes. You're aware of its presence. <laughs> Okay, I see what you're doing. I, I was putting the K and the W on the fear. I'm like, wait. <laughs> what the fuck does that say? That's how you say it when you're drunk. It's like a Swedish chef. Jay, by any, <laughs> chance, by any chance, did you pick a Swedish man? Uh, no. Damn. I don't know. I'd ruin that. British. Jane. That's okay. still European. British, British band. Um, Across the pond. Very good. <laughs> my, oh, yeah. my pick, uh, I think the only... Uh, actually, I brought in one of their albums for the CD episode. Okay, um, but you just come out with it. You're not. You're not. I'm not afraid of you. Well, no, nobody knows who they are. So <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, whatever. The Sisters of Mercy. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, as Wikipedia states it, the Sisters of Mercy are an English rock band formed in 1980 in Leeds. In uh, Leeds? Is that what they wear? No. Oh. a lead. It's like a leotard, except you do it quicker. Yeah, no, I'm not picking. Yeah. Oh, good tell. This is probably one of their biggest ones. We're listening to... It's at the top uh, of their list. Under the Gun? Nope. Uh, um, Temple of Love. Yes. Featuring Afra Hazo. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. This was off a of Greatest Hits album, which is how I found them back in... Late, Good old Spotify search. It's song number one on the <laughs> most popular. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. It's probably their With 5,982,435 plays. That's it. Um, Play. Fans of Sister of Mercy also like The Mission, Fields of Nephilim, yeah. Alien Sex Fiend, yeah. and Christian <laughs> that, that, that changed real quickly. <laughs> Zero to 100. Um, they are there's arguably... My addition, there's my addition to your content. You're welcome. <laughs> They're arguably... One of the more influential bands of the goth rock movement in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they only have three studio albums, and the reason they only have three studio albums. Okay, so before I get into that, so um, members. The main member is Andrew Eldritch. He is lead singer. So writer, he's not a sister. Right, right. That's. Self-putting. Um, and to be honest, everyone else, it doesn't matter. Like the rest of the band? It, it really doesn't So matter. he's like a British Trent Reznor. You think? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. I'm, I'm picking up what you're throwing all over the floor like an asshole. Their drummer is named Dr. Avalanche. The what? Their drummer is named Dr. Avalanche. Hmm. He's also a drum machine. <laughs> okay. Uh... <clears throat> been upgraded many times throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I honestly, I, I don't, I don't know what to say about the Sisters of Mercy because I tend not to try and defend them because there's no defending this kind of music mm-hmm. to people who don't want to hear it. <clears throat> Goth rock, industrial. Um, mm-hmm. It's got its own niche. Reminds me of like if Ramstein had like a brother who was like in the chess club. He would make this music. Well, okay. I so if Ramstein's brother was like Danzig. The only thing is, is yeah. the lead singer. <laughs> Mother! That, um, Andrew Eldritch. Much. Uh, uh, I'd say he's far more an artist. Than uh, uh, a lot of the, the guys who claim to be. Mm-hmm, like um, there's a reason why they only have three albums, three studio albums, and that was because they got into a kerfuffle with a Time Warner. Kerfuffle. All right. Spell that, please. Can you use that in a sentence? <laughs> with, with, yes, Sisters of Mercy got into a kerfuffle with Time Warner. Ah, a, okay. <laughs> I say technically it's used in the sentence. I was, I was waiting I for I preferred a better sentence, but that's K-E-R-F-U-F-F-L-E. fine. K E R F U F F L E. W. Can you, can you Google that? Make sure that's right. <laughs> it's not a real word. Um, you can't use it. They claimed that Time Warner had been stealing money, and they basically were, weren't were fulfilling their obligations. Um, mm-hmm. And so they refused to 
complete the last album that was on their contract. Um, okay. there, fortunately for them, there was no time limit as to when they had to release it. So Andrew Eldridge just kept saying, nope, nope, nope. And they released best of albums. Um, the amount of bootleg material that's available for Sisters of Mercy is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I probably have, no. I want to say about 20 gigs of bootleg stuff. Hmm. Live play, like, <clears throat> they're still huge in Europe. So they still play today? Um, they actually were just one of the headliners in one of the big uh, 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 festivals. So is the drum like, machine including behind the kit? Or <clears throat> Dr. Avalanche? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's behind. No, no, they don't, they don't have drums. I, I got that. I was, <laughs> that was a joke. I was just curious how they would portray themselves no, as a live thing. It works. Right. It works. Um, but no, they're uh, playing... Who was in that? I mean, it was the Foo Fighters, um, Ministry, Rammstein. Uh, yeah, three-day festival. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but they're one of the you know headliners as with those those big names. Hmm. So they're, they're maybe not in the U.S. in the right circles in the U.S. You get people who. Every now and then, someone I'll, I'll be listening to them, and someone will go, "Hey, that's the Sisters of Mercy," and I'm like, "Who are you? What pod did you come out of?" No one knows who this fucking band is. That's funny. <laughs> um, but apparently, the lawsuit was dropped by Time Warner hmm. at some point, um, and they released them from their uh, contracts. And now Andrew Eldridge is just—he's. They're a live band. They're a touring band only. Okay. They don't record. All they do is tour. They just play. They'll be, you'll, if you see them in tour, you'll hear new music. But they won't actually they, record. He won't record new music. it. Huh. He won't record it. Weird. I think he's very disenfranchised with the music industry. True. And the control he gets is by only touring. Like, they have absolute 100% control over yeah, I mean, what they do with their fair. music. Hmm. Um, if you like... Seven, seven dance. to eleven minute, like goth rock. Even, I mean, I, I'd even classify them as just good old hard rock. Mm -hmm. Um, it. Check them out. I, I definitely recommend the Sisters of Mercy. Probably, arguably, one of my favorite bands of all time. Hmm. Right. It's hard to argue that their case when no one knows who the fuck they are. <laughs> it's not supposed to be an argument, bro. No, I know, You're but just we're just we're just we're, just we're just we're just laying down greatness. Play version. Play what? I actually know. See where they get the golf. I feel like I'm playing Dark Souls. This is the mercy. Demand we review your beer. My beer? Yeah, go ahead, Anthony. Oh See, boy. It feels holy. I guess. <laughs> this holiness oozing all over your beer. Until. So. I hate when this holes in my beer. There's many things in life that can kill you. Am I correct? 
I believe they made a show, right? This is, I think they called a thousand game. ways to die, a right? Game? A thousand ways to yeah. die. Well, there is evidently something known as death by coconut. <laughs> because that is in which the beer I have purchased from the cold embrace of the cooler at the liquor store <laughs> in which I embedded on. So. Coconut, chocolate, choco nut. Yeah, I don't know. This is pure liquid cocoa, according to this. But this beer is a Irish-style porter from the Oscar, O-S-K-A-R, Blues Brewery out of Colorado. Uh, it's a nice little 6.5% in the volume department. See, Marcus will, will has his own opinion on it, but we're in the Girl Scout cookie season because I've ordered my 13 and a half boxes, which I'm only slightly proud of. How'd you get a half box? Don't worry about it. Anyway, so... <laughs> How many cookies does that have? It doesn't like matter. Four? Because it doesn't there's matter. Like, there's like 12 the cookies the in the box. Done. All right, I'm sorry. Apparently it's a sensitive subject. This tastes like, in my mind, the Samoa because it's got the chocolate and the coconut. Make sure you say Samoa cookie. So, so it doesn't have like, the actual race of individual. I don't, think I don't think they're called Samoas <laughs> anymore. They are. No, Depends on your brand. They're, There's two different brands, but no, I'm not going to get any cookies. They're not called Samoas anymore. They are. There's two different brands yep. of Girl Scout cookies? There are. There's Little Brownies and there's another one. Little Brownies. I'm serious. <laughs> 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 oh, Just because it's also my, re my, my search bar on Pornhub <laughs> doesn't mean it has to do anything with the Girl Scout cookies. How, how are boy How are... I'm waiting for your question so I can answer. How are the Cub Scouts like walnuts? I'm going to be offended by this, but go ahead. Am I going to have to edit they're, this out? They're small and they come in brownies. Ha! <laughs> 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 oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Now that we've... I don't, know, I don't know if that's okay. No, I don't think that's okay at all. All right, well, now that we've glazed our... Now that we've glazed our brownies, I will give this actually a four out of six. It's a pretty high rating for, rating for Mr. Anthony over there. Uh, well, I mean, he was sold by the coconut. This is from the Oscar Blues Brewery. Yep. How do you guys say it weird? Like, it's just Oscar. Well, no, just it's an A. K. It's an well, A. Look Oscar. Look Oscar. Oscar. Yeah, it's not, it's not Oscar at all. No, it's Oscar! No, it's not. Yes, it is! Did you, do you know them? No, do you, no, want, do no. you want to go call them and actually make this actually like a legit? Because I'm not going to deal with your shit. The top of the can says pass dash hit. I don't, like know, our, I don't know what that means. It's kind of like our weird. like, share, listen, repeat, but it's pass that. Are they suggesting that you pass make, dash like, a, hit. make yes. like a homemade bong out of a can when you're done? <laughs> this tastes like coconuts. Maybe. You know, I, I had the smoke out of a can many a day. All right, we're uh, we're confirming the uh, Girl Scout cookies are still called Samoas apparently. <laughs> this is this is date. actually from the uh, the menu that I, I ordered off. I want to see the date. I preferred all of the grandchildren in the family. They have they have s'mores ones too, by the way. So you don't want no goddamn cookies, you evil temptresses. 
I just sent them to Rachel, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'll just get all of them. Okay. I like the peanut butter ones. Well, are those still called the tagalongs? The, the there's the tagalongs and the dosi dos. Tagalongs are the peanut butter, right? Well, there's the, there's two of them. Do you, are you doing the sandwich ones or the like, chocolate-covered ones? No, 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 like the chocolate-covered, like the peanut filling. The chocolate-covered ones, I believe, are the tag. No, those are the dosi dos. That's not right. Nope, tagalongs. You were correct. Yeah, I was going to say. dosi dos are the, the sandwich ones. I just saw this meme. You can eat those frozen. Oh, you freeze that you freeze that shit and you crush them up on like a like yeah, some like vanilla ice cream. Five dollars a box now. That actually seems cheaper than they have been. In the well, go, unfortunately, fuck. they only have fifteen cookies in each box. That's what I'm saying. How'd you get a half box? Like, this is gonna be like four, so, four really freaking. I saw this meme. And four and a half like, cookies. It was like oh, I've been clean for almost a year. My dealer just showed back up, and it's just a picture of a Girl Scout. Did you hear about the one who was uh, deal, dealing outside of the dispensaries? Brilliant! Smart girl. Brilliant! Smart girl. Good for her. I mean... Good for her. Because you know that shit's gold. I made my quota in two hours. <laughs> yeah, without, like literally. Without, without actually naming them, there's a smoke shop down in Lemster. They've been there for a while. Um, they used to do it, like, year-round. You could get Girl Scout cookies behind the counter. Dragon's Life? Like, yes. <laughs> I didn't name them. I didn't name them. <laughs> year-round, I was like... You guys have some kind of in. Anybody from the uh, anybody from the Dragons Layer is listening. HMOA number six PACK at gmail dot com for yeah, advertising send us some cookies. Hey, and apparently we want cookies too. <laughs> we could do heavy metal over a bong rip. Come on, come on, come on down. Heavy metal over Girl Scout cookies. Well, one of us can. One of us will actually smoke with you. Unfortunately, I got work obligations. But so do I. Unfortunately. Damn, I've just been outed. You have. I think I drank some beer today. Let me tell you about it. Came from Harpoon Brewery, the, the fabulous folks over in uh, either Boston or Vermont, whatever your uh, whatever your uh, your uh, your tasty treat like takes you on uh, an adventure. I don't know how to say this word. I'm gonna uh, for Jay. Do you have an opinion on how to pronounce this? I don't. It's it's um it's meant to be Irish. I think it's Craig. 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 You gotta sound like you're throwing Craig. up Craig. I, th I think that's a C. C R A I C. I, I think it is too. But Craig. I think that I C may change. How you pronounce Craig. C. All right, so we're... Because that... Don't even that, like... So since it's January, we're already getting out of, like, the uh, the Gaelic winter beer. We're already getting out of winter beer season. We're already moving ourselves into, like, the the, uh, the Irish and spring beer season because, like, the Quinn is out now for Wachusett, which yep. is one of my favorites. I've never seen this before. I'm going to say this is probably the first time that they released this particular brew. If I'm wrong on that, that's fine. Who cares? Shut up. Yeah. I drink a lot of beer, and it's the first time I've fucking seen it, so get off my case. First time I've ever seen an Irish red IPA. That's what I'm fucking saying, too, man. It's a weird mixture of This is an Irish yeah, yeah. red IPA. Because you know what? As far as Harpoon Brewery goes, their IPA is actually it's, it's pretty decent. It's very drinkable. A little, a little rough if you're, not, if you're not a real beer drinker. But it's not strong enough if you are a beer drinker where it's going to like really like you know test your metal kind of thing. It's just really enjoyable. So the fact that they did an Irish red IPA... Hoppy, malty, and vibrant. Right on the bottle. I was like, huh. I gotta get myself in on this. Because I generally like IPAs as long as they're not, like, overly hoppy. And, you know, I've been corrected by the uh, the breweries before as my uh, explanation of my taste palette. Um, it's got mm -hmm. that... And, you know, like, a red ale usually has, like, that... Like, what I would call a malty sweetness yep. to it. Yeah. So you kind of have, like, that malty sweetness, but it's kind of cut a little bit. By the hoppiness, by the free hoppiness of the, of of the, the IPA. IPA, it kind of levels itself out. It's it's a pretty refreshing, like enjoyable little uh, selection that came it, from uh, 
from the Harpoon Brewery. Is here. it vibrant? Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not the. <laughs> yes. They, I mean, it's right on the label, man. Does it's it right. taste vibrant? It's right. Uh, what the hell does vibrant taste like? You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> the other one's working. Right <laughs> Nobody puts words in my taste buds. Apparently, Harpoon does. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it's actually it's a it's a I'm gonna I'm gonna call this a hybrid. This is a cool like little hybrid, mm-hmm. like a, yeah, like interesting crossover. Like I know it's an IPA. I know it's an IPA, but it's got like that little sweetness that like, you would get from like the red ale. But it's not like an overpowering. Like if you're have the if you're gonna have like a Killian's, like sometimes Killian's can be like overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And kind of and kind of like catch up with you. And I mean, I'm not going to disrespect this beer by saying this is like Killian's Light because it's not Killian's Light. This is ki- this is like red ale gone different. Gone, gone different. Gone different. For lack of a better term, yes. <laughs> this is a this is a, a, a red ale that's made different life choices. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. It's he gone, went to private school. It, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> drank too much. It's gone way down the alley, man. Yeah, Six point nine. That's not bad. Skid Row. Is it really? Yeah. It's a 6.9 by Can't be. Oh, oh look, they actually, they actually put the IBUs right on it, 55, which is actually re- relatively mild in the uh, the IPA world. But uh, Marcus is five. Five out of six. Wow. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm down Maybe with... Maybe hit or be yours. I'm, I'm down with the crake. Crake? Crake. 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 It's hard. They got the slight roll. Crake. It's in the Harpoon Isle. It's a green label. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Boston Natives. Plus... And I don't know if I've said this in the past, but I'll say it again just in case. If you have not gone on the Harpoon Brewery Tour, the Harpoon Brewery Tour in Boston is the tits. Mm-hmm. But you must, 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 must get there early. There's like three or four different time slots. And if you show up on like a Saturday morning at like 12 o'clock thinking that you're going to get into the 4 o'clock tour, <laughs> no, no, you won't. So you, you want to go on, like, a Monday during, like, a weekday. Like, call out of work, go on a Monday, show up at, like, 11, and then you'll probably get in for, like, the 12, 30, 1 o'clock tour. Maybe. That makes sense. Perhaps per chance. Time is just a terrible but then you're thing. But g- then you're going to go on this really cool tour. You're going to get into the tap room with no limits for, like, 25 minutes, and you will walk out, mm-hmm. and you'll never be the same again. Usually inebriated is a term, that's fine. We can go with and the pretzels. The and the pretzels in the bar are fantastic. They make it with a mash. So they actually take their byproduct of their beer and they turn it into something great, like these phenomenal pretzels. Huh. It's completely worth it. Marcus endorses the Harpoon Brewery Brewery Tour. And mash pretzels. And if anybody's listening from Harpoon Brewery, HMOA number six PACK at gmail.com for advertising opportunities and the address to send us pretzels. Mm hmm. With that being said, episode 43, the Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Hall of Fame episode has now concluded. Dun, dun, dun. And our first three inductees got In Flames, In Flames Avatar, and the Sisters. Not the big confused with the giant blue people. Or the, James those Cameron. Are, those are the it's a movie, bro. Exactly. We'll talk about we we'll talk about music here. Making sure someone's gonna be really confused. No, we talked we talked about that. Like we talked about uh, we talked about that off air. We have to that has to be like a different tree or something because that's our story. I'm sticking with it. Like, share, listen, repeat. Thank you for joining us on like whatever avenue that you uh, found us on. 
please feel free to like go to any of those avenues or go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.me forward slash HMOA number six PACK. Leave us a review. Help out the other listeners to, to, to say how uh, awesome or not awesome we are. We like honest feedback. I can't improve until uh, we get the uh, the angry email of the day saying mm-hmm. how much we suck. HMOA number six PACK at gmail.com. Or suggestions, album reviews, or music submissions. If you are in a band and you actually want to talk to us, have us review your album, or play your play your songs on our show, uh, swing over to the uh, the webpage hmoa six pack dot Take a look at the about section and then uh, shoot us over all your material, and we will uh, use it to our pleasure. Sounds all dirty. of our pleasure. All of our pleasure. Just sounds so dirty. Brownie pockets. With that being said, I have nothing else to say to you people. So, I'm out. Goodbye. Walnuts. Such an inappropriate <laughs> joke. <laughs>